Welcome to another edition of Inside the Hashes Player Interviews. I'm Sam Kirk. Today we're joined by the Lake Travis and Nebraska standout tackle Brendan Hymas. Brendan, how are you today? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's great to finally speak to you. I mean, I've heard a lot about you, and I'm, I'm really excited for this conversation. So let's just get right into it. I'm going to ask you about your high school career now. So how did you like high school football in Texas? And have you ever met Baker Mayfield before, as he is also Lake Travis alum himself? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I mean, football, especially high school football down in Texas, it's like another religion down there. I mean, they take it so seriously, and, and uh, it's run very, very efficiently. And, 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 like, it's run like a college, really, especially in Lake Travis and how the coaches handled their business on and off the field. And I had a good time, you know. I think almost every game my senior year, was I was going up against some guy that was going – D1 or D2, so I mean the competition at that level was was crazy. And um, as far as Baker Mayfield, I know I know Baker mostly because my quarterback in high school, Charlie Brewer, his older brother was was real good friends with with Baker, and, and we'd always hang out and stuff like that. So that's how I got to know Baker a little bit. And just a fun fact: when he was in high school, I was actually the ball boy with my buddy while like on the sidelines and stuff, and while Baker was in high school, so. It's just kind of funny how things go full circle. Yeah, I, I thought you would know him because just because of how big of a character he is, I'm sure you just know. I, I love watching him. He's one of my favorite players in the league, and I think he honestly deserves more credit. But we're going to get into our next question here. So how was the recruiting process for you when you first began to draw interest during high school? Like, Was it, was it what you were expecting right off the bat, or did it take a little time? It did take a little bit of time, but you know, once it finally started – started to get going you know it was, it was nice at first you know i was getting the recognition that i thought that i earned and you know it was a good feeling to, to be wanted by by schools and, and things like that but towards the end of it it was getting a little stressful just because you know i was uh, i had to make a decision and, and there are a lot of factors that i soon found out that that went into play in choosing a, a college mostly because it's going to impact the rest of my life really you know, I kind of had some, some things that I wanted to do, or a checklist, basically, and, and Nebraska pretty much checked off all those boxes, and, you know, I took a visit there. They were my first Big Ten offer, took a visit there for the spring game, and they sold, like, 90,000 people out for the first spring game, and so between, you know, the atmosphere and the tradition at Nebraska of being an offensive lineman, I just knew I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, it definitely sounds like an underrated tradition in Omaha that a lot of fans really forget about. So I'm going to go to our next question here. What about the Nebraska program made it right for you to play with? Was there like a certain trait when you first visited there that you're like, I could see myself four years here being really involved in the locker room and just invested as a Cornhusker? Yeah, I mean, like the, like the things I mentioned before, the, the tradition and the atmosphere and the fan base and the, the whole Husker power thing with the strength program. It was just all those things combined is just something that I wanted to be a part of. And, you know, when people think of Brendan Hymas, they think of Nebraska. And, you know, that's just something that I wanted for for me, myself personally. And I just wanted to represent Nebraska with, you know, in the best way that I knew how, and that was through football. And just wanted to continue a tradition of greatness, really. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way to look at it. Now I'm going to ask you a little bit more of a fun question here, but could you give us the most difficult pass rusher 
like that you had to try to block your time in the Big Ten. I mean, four years, the amount of pass rushers in that conference. I'm sure you know yourself better than I do how elite and some of these pass rushers that have been in the Big Ten the last four or five years have been. Is there any names or moments you would like to share with us? I mean, <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, between the Chase Youngs and the, you know, there's a lot of other people. But I think the most difficult time that I had in a game was my sophomore year. We were at Michigan, and I was going up against Rashawn Gary. And I only went up against him for about a half, and he definitely got the better of me that game. He would later be drafted in the first round. You know, as, as a underclassman going against him, I definitely learned a lot more from, from you know, losing reps against him than, than winning reps. So, I, you know, I try to take the good out of the bad and look at it as a positive outcome because I think that it benefited me in the future, really. Yeah, definitely. It just seems like it's almost just going to prepare you for your next couple of years of football and just going against elite talent every day. So now I'm going to ask you about how you've been able to just move across the line. Have you always been able to do that? And is there a spot on the field that you feel more comfortable than another, per se? I would say so, yeah. That position being left tackle just because I've played it two years of high school and then the last three years of college. It's just something where I, I feel natural. I feel, feel the most comfortable. But, yeah, I mean, especially since my time at Nebraska, I've definitely gotten moved kind of all over the place, especially at the Senior Bowl. You know, I've just kind of had to adapt to those positions. The one thing that I learned at guard really was that everything happens a lot quicker. You know, those, those defensive tackles like to crowd the ball a little bit. They don't have as much space on the outside like the edge rushers do. So I had to adapt a little bit there. And I've even been snapping the ball, just training up until the draft and did some snapping at, at, at the pro day. And I feel like it went pretty well. Really, I just want to put myself in a position to where I can just go into any position that they ask me to and do that job well. That's just where the game's heading at this point, where you have to play multiple different positions, whether it's for injury or just having that ability and being valuable to a roster. So did getting consistent snaps during your freshman season help you grow and be more of a leader on offense? So how how was that? I think so. I mean, it definitely gave me the experience that I needed at a young age to become kind of an offensive leader. You know, I think since then a lot of people have looked to me for I guess kind of advice or, or, or questions on how to do things against certain things because I've been there and done that you know I really took on that role as a leader especially at Nebraska by doing things by example and just kind of leading on the field and, and keeping my nose down and, and doing things the right way basically just so that the younger guys when I, when I became an upperclassman, so that the younger guys could kind of look up to me and be like, oh, okay, this is how you do a drill, or this is how you do a lift, or things like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, great great response. Now I'm going to ask you a little more of a personal question here. Did, did you have any nicknames while you were in Nebraska, and like, what do you usually go by? I mean, locker room talk, give us a little insight here. Yeah, usually it was just, like, I would be called by my last name, or just B, like the letter B. I had been called that pretty much my whole life, and so that kind of took over at Nebraska as well. Everybody just said B or Hymas or whatever was easiest. 
his first year with my coach, he was mad or upset, or when he was happy with me, he'd always call me by nickname and to get my attention and stuff like that. But it was all good. It was all fun. Yeah, that is fun to hear. So, how important was it to you to be named a captain eventually during your career at Nebraska? And was that a goal that you got during your freshman year, or did you kind of think about that during your time there? So, actually, I didn't become a captain at Nebraska. My senior year, Matt Forniak and Adrian Martinez were captains. They definitely deserved to be captains. And, you know, obviously I was a little disappointed just because, you know, I felt like I had earned the right to be a captain. You know, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, they did what they needed to do as captains. And, you know, I supported them and they supported me. So, um, yeah, I was a little upset, but, I mean, moved on from it. I mean, it is what it is, like I said before. Just wanted to do what was best for the team. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's really important how much you wanted that, and I'm sure those guys that you're competing with definitely relied on you at some points during down the line, helping the offense, helping the younger guys learn the system, but I'm sure you had a hand in that. So now I'm going to ask you about how you're working out right now. Do you Have you been working out with other guys from Nebraska, or are you working out with any other college athletes that you kind of just met across and randomly? Yeah, I had for a little bit, especially as soon as I left Nebraska. I went to California and worked at a sports academy. Met a lot of good guys there. Guys from you know Ohio State, University of Cal, Michigan, and Marshall. You know, I got to become real good friends with them. And we shared a lot of stories and things like that about things that went wrong and, and things that we liked, didn't like, and things like that. It actually turned out that we had a lot of similar experiences from a lot of different places and that was just cool to kind of connect with those guys and, and, and nobody thought that they were better than the other so it just made those workouts easy just because we're all just grinding to get better and just better each other so that was a really good time. Yeah it definitely sounds fun and I think working out with a group like that that all have a common goal definitely just helps you and motivates you every day probably so now I'm going to ask you what do you think you could bring to an NFL roster? Do you, do you think you have a distinguishing like trait that you see in yourself that aligns with in the NFL and the professional level? I think my blue-collar work ethic is the main thing that I'll bring to an NFL team. I'm not one that likes to you know, show off or have flashy things, flashy this, flashy that. I just like to you know, play the game of football and play it well. I think a lot of NFL teams need that, so that's something that I can bring to the table. It's something that I did in Nebraska, and I think that was kind of one of the reasons why I didn't become a captain was because I wasn't like a huge, I guess, you know, sideline cheerleader, if that makes sense. I was someone that, like, you know, I was, I was going to get it done, get it done well, and then move on, you know. And, and like I said, lead by example. And, you know, I'm going to take that trait to the NFL because that's me, that's who I am, and I'm not going to change for anybody. Yeah, no, I mean, just talking to you, you could honestly hear that blue collar in your mindset, and I think that's a really another important trait that NFL teams are probably looking for when they're especially bringing in offensive linemen who are going to have to memorize different run schemes and figure out how to do different things on the football field. So I've been really impressed with some of your answers. And now we're just going to go for our last question here. 
what was the defining moment of how much fun you had at Nebraska? Was there a crazy moment in the locker room after a huge win, or was there just a crazy run that you had a great block on? Could you give me a moment where maybe the crowd's a little louder, or just something you'll always remember? Yeah, so the one game that I will always remember will be my sophomore year. We played Michigan State at home, and I mean, I think the wind chill. First of all, it was snowing like crazy, and then the wind chill was like negative 20 or something crazy like that. And neither of us scored any touchdowns. It was all field goals, and it came down to the last field goal, and we ended up winning nine to six. I mean, everybody in the stands went crazy. I think because. They could go home because it was so cold. But, yeah, I mean, they cheered so loud in between the snow and the fans and just the electric atmosphere after winning. I mean, it was just a really good feeling. Yeah, that's a great story, and I think you'll just always remember, and those are always cool moments to have. So with that, I think this is going to wrap up this edition of Inside the Hashes Player Interviews. Brendan, thanks for coming on. It was a great pleasure talking to you. Wishing you the best in your process and getting prepared for your next step in football. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course.